Brooksby now slip, takes advantage of a slip from Pete. Brooksby towards the edge of the area, cuts in field, takes a shot from distance. Yeah! Wayne Brooksby with the left boot. Hits the bottom right hand corner. And the former therapy man comes back to hold the side that he won't play for. Hello and welcome to the playoff final. For Geisley, they know this experience, they also know the pain of losing. Hopefully, they'll be able to use it to their advantage today. We are now live at Chorley, and Geisley, the last time they were in Lancashire was only a week ago for a memorable victory against AFC Field in the playoff semi-final. The Lions will be hoping they can make the National League for the first time ever in the club's history. It's going to be an emotional day, whatever happens, and hopefully the results will be the right one for Geisley and hopefully Geisley will be in that promised land of the conference next season. Well, joining me will be David Kendra. We'll also have full live commentary from Colin Robertson and Nick Keith. We'll be talking in just a moment's time. Good afternoon and welcome to Geisley AFC Radio. I'm Tom Feeney, alongside me is David Kendra for the build-up of what is the biggest game potentially in Geisley's history. David, first of all, how are the nerves? Um, I remember a year ago standing on a rainy terrace in Altrincham, watching the Altrincham players celebrate and lift that playoff trophy and head up to the conference proper. Um, I remember it all too well. I stood there, I watched the whole thing, and we, went, we drove home afterwards in absolute silence. A year later, we're back, and we never, ever, ever want to go through that again. Today is the day. Today is the day that Geisley go up. I am absolutely certain of it. We've got every chance. We'll see in a minute. We've got the strongest team we can possibly have. We're prepared. We're ready. This is it. This is it, Tom. This is definitely it. Now, I've been travelling with the players. They're all very relaxed. They're all ready for this game. And it's been a great season. Whatever happens today, with a couple of the highlights, here's the package. Two sides now ready to kick off. File will take the kick, shooting from right to left. As we watch in the stand here, Geisley playing in all yellow in the change kit. File get the ball forward, early doors. And uh, it's with Brad Barnes at the moment, the captain, who uh, plays it back here to Luke Denson inside his own half. Sent long up over the edge and then into the area. Richie Allen all over the top within 25 seconds of play. Guys have been picked back to level, sack making a very, very early start for Files of perfect nature. And what a soft goal to concede. To do a bit of defending though. Ball forward by Brad Barnes, captain. Finds Baker to the left-hand side. Tackle comes in from uh, Brooksby. But uh, Wilson is out. Sumner wins it. Good try from Sumner with the left foot. Saved by Stephen Dredge. Hands up from the angle of the penalty area. So drilled in here by Holdsworth, just over the top of the bar. Holdsworth goes. It took a 
tip over from the goalkeeper referee says no and is behind for a goal Kevin Rothery after uh, Jake Lawler cleared now back here with Adam Sumner he floats the ball towards the back post Danny Lowe having a bit of a battle against Lloyd Danny Rowe takes a shot clears the stand almost hits the power lines behind and uh, guys he come away with it now with Ollie Johnson into the failed half Ollie Johnson few players ahead of him only Adam Boys goes down the left hand side up against Baker Johnson opts to go back, gives it to Rothery. Rothery has to do something with it, so he gives it to the left-hand side with Danny Lowe. Lowe crosses into the area. It's a good one. Danny Bosch! Oh, yes! Gives the oh, back in front. The header from Danny Boschel. The cross from Danny Lowe. And Geisley have their noses in front once again. Well, that was a perfect team goal, wasn't it? Working their way down the left-hand side. Good work from Ollie Johnson. Knew when he'd run into a blind alley. He had three players around him. He used the overlapping fullback. A perfect cross into the box. And just like on Wednesday, it was a simple header into the net. Boyd gives it to Ollie Johnson. Johnson skips past one, plays it to Danny Lowe on the left-hand side. He's got three to aim for. If he can get the cross, he has to go back to Andy Holdren. Holdren gives a, a ball in towards the back post. It's beyond everyone. Ollie Johnson's frustrated because he wanted the ball played short. In the end, Files can come away with the ball. There's no urgency about it. Kevin Rothery on the ball, square now to Ollie Johnson. On the edge of the penalty area, Ollie Johnson up against three players. Onto the right-hand side, tries to get the cross in. Takes a deflection off the defender. Geisley win the corner. Good work, Ollie Johnson. Corner to Geisley. The right-hand side. Time now for the big men to come forward. Jake Lawler into the box. He leaps up with uh, the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper tips that one round because this was curling in from Wade Brooksby. It's gone behind. It's clearly a corner. But the referee has given a goal kick. But looks on the surface like he's got that one wrong. Goal kick has been taken. And it's into Geisley territory. Helped away by Andy Holter. Picked up by Adam Boys. Up against Langley. Boys as well. Holds the ball up. Gives it to Ollie Johnson. Ollie Johnson. Running in field now. He's got uh, Gavin Rothery with him. Ollie Johnson keeps running. Threads the ball through. Shot comes in for Andy Holter! A super strike from the edge of the area. Andy Holter has scored a superb goal. And Geisley have gone two goals to one up on the day and three goals to one up on aggregate. An absolutely perfect team goal. Adam Boys winning the ball up front, holding it up, bringing Ollie Johnson into play. The guys, the uh, left-sided player today, skipping in midfield, finding the perfect pass through, and Holsworth drilled it home into the uh, into the corner of the net. Might not be enough now, Colin. <laughs> I'm not sure. I quite believe us. Two goals to one up. Three goals to one on Agra. I still think there's a lot more in this game yet to come. But Andy Holsworth, the captain, with a superb strike, and it came from great work with Adam Boys and Ollie Johnson working down this left-hand side so well. Ollie Johnson picking out the perfect pass for Andy Holsworth. Oh, what a strike from the captain! Oh, what a time to pop up with the goal. Well, you talk about collectors' items, a Danny Boschel header, and, and and any Andy Holsworth goal, let alone one drilled from outside the edge of the area. They all come out for the playoffs, don't they? The uh, corner will be whipped in towards the back post. There's two men underneath it. It's headed towards the goal. It hits off the uh, substitute Blinkhorn inside the six-yard box. Bounces off and eventually Geisley clear behind for another filed corner. Sixes and sevens in that box, Geisley, at that, that moment. Leading, but having to defend deep now. The corner comes into the penalty area. It's a good header. It's inside the six-yard box. Nobody gets on the end of it. And eventually it's helped away up over the halfway line. Ollie Johnson keeps the chase up down the right-hand side. He nods the ball on. Makes Sumner chase it, and in the end Sumner can clear and does clear well, but Geising have uh, lived on their nerves. And, uh, 
to uh, a substitute blink on who shows good feet good feet to get past Ollie Johnson ball into the box headed away brilliantly and again a good tackle from uh, Wayne Brooksby but still file come forward here blink on into the area back here to Allen Allen on to the right hand side Denson with a cross goes up towards the back post headed over by Ryan Tawson with blink on just working at the back post <laughs> possibly guys he rob the ball back off Allen with Danny Lowe working so hard today. Again, as he did on Wednesday night. Ball into Ollie Johnson, as he's done all season. Ollie Johnson's running forward. Takes a shot from distance. It's a good drive. Well saved from the goalkeeper, Hinchcliffe. Palms it behind. It's a guysy corner. And that's the first opportunity Ollie Johnson has had all game to get a shot on uh, on goal. He hasn't taken any that he thinks are just going to be charged down. He's taken his time, much as he did to create the goal on, on Wednesday. Sumner crosses it in with the left foot. Towards the back post, punched away by Stephen Dredge. Brain Brooksby gets enough of a touch away, he goes to ground, but nothing given. Here with uh, Richie Allen, gets the ball back into the area, headed away by Danny Hall. Guys, he's still pegged into their own penalty area. Back here to the substitute Barnes. Barnes whips the ball in, and it's a chance for it. Goal, Brad Barnes, I think it was, who took the header. It was a good delivery from Michael Barnes. Brad Barnes, I think, headed it. Barnes past the upright behind for a goal. Significant numbers, they've almost not seen the playoffs before. This one comes into the area, it's up in the air, nobody can get on the end of it, Stephen Drench is blocked, he can't claim it, and eventually does, under three pressure from three players, I think he got a little bit of lucky in terms of the way the ball fell, but that was a real harem scare moment, this time the job is to defend, and guys they now have to defend, because Sumner is about to put this one into the area from the free kick, it goes up towards the end of the 18 yard box, it's headed up. It's uh, cleared by Danny Hall, taken down by Wayne Brooksby. Fire whistle goes! Would you believe it? After going behind, after just 20 seconds, guys, they have turned it round from a one-goal deficit to a 2-1 victory on the day and a 3-1 aggregate victory. Thanks to goals from Andy Holdsworth and Danny Boschel, the Lions are through to the promotion final. Full-time score here. Well, Dave, I don't know about you, I'm getting emotional just hearing that, getting through to the final. What a great day this is for Geisley. Uh, it's a great day, certainly, and it's a fantastic atmosphere here for the game. Uh, both ends really absolutely packed. I don't know if you can hear me over the, uh, the <coughs> shall we call it the match day experience? <laughs> <laughs> we, while you were listening to the highlights, we had the guy on the, on the pitch singing uh, Sweet Caroline, which is great old fun, and he's now rattling through Time to Say Goodbye. Uh, I, I rather hope he's singing it to his own team. Time to say goodbye to your hopes of promotion. Come on, guys. Or maybe it's time to say goodbye for Geisley in terms of being in the Conference North. <laughs> Either way, it works for me, Tom. <laughs> You've got you to find the positives in these things. But my goodness, I mean, even before he started singing, you heard the Chorley fans, we've got the Chorley fans away to our left and the directly opposite us, just absolutely rammed into this stadium, singing away, singing their songs. It's gonna, our lads have turned up, uh, lads and lasses, I suppose, uh, have turned up, they're gonna be singing their songs. It's gonna be a fantastic atmosphere. It's gonna be a ding-dong battle of a game, I hope. And, uh, you know, the important thing to remember today is that it's a cup final and there's a real cup final atmosphere about this place. Uh, <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe I'm competing with an opera singer at the moment, but... Uh... Well, Dave, we have got some important news and that is there is a potential delay to kick off. Now, I was on the team coach and I know that the aim was we would be here for 1.30. We didn't get here till 2 and a, 
Mark Bauer is asking the referee if there can be a small delay to kick off. Now, obviously, we will keep you informed if that does happen. But for guys, the, you know, just that extra 15 minutes could prove crucial because I know the lads, we've had to walk a distance as well to get here. So just that extra 15 minutes, it could prove decisive. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. Okay, well, I, I, I knew the uh, the Gazi team's got caught up in the uh, in all the in all the troubles on the M62 this morning, and a lot of the fans have got stuck in that as well. A lot of the supporters' coaches. We took five supporters' coaches, I believe, today. Uh, so I mean, we've got a lot of supporters. They've just arrived. The Gazi players just will probably just need that extra 15 minutes, ideally, to uh, just stretch the legs, gently warm up before. Uh, it's going to be a very physical battle today, I think, and the extra 15 minutes, perhaps, extra warm-up time would, would benefit Geisley. So I understand why uh, Mark's asking for that. Uh, it really is in the lap of the gods, that one, isn't it? It most certainly is. Just talking about the Geisley fans, they've turned up in great number yet. Again, I've got to give them full credit because I was at the ground at 10 and there were around 20, 30 Geisley fans there already, just getting ready, getting a bit nervous, singing a few songs. And they've been fantastic throughout the full season, just haven't they? You've got to love the Geisley support. It's, it's hardcore and it turns up at every single home and away game and sings and makes an atmosphere. And it's, uh, and it's really part of the club and it's, uh, it's, an, important, uh, it's an important part of, uh, of the atmosphere. So just being distracted because uh, we've just seen uh, former Geisley man Steve Kittrick arrive just to say, give, us a, give us a hello uh, into the media box today. Hopefully wishes luck. Uh, one of these teams will be playing his Telford United, of course, next season, so he'll be scoping out potential opposition, no doubt. Well, Steve Kittrick has just literally crushed mine and Colin's hand. He had a firm handshake there, but just fantastic to see managers who were at Geisley here coming back because they support the club, and it's, it's great to see. That's the, the beauty of Geisley Football AFC, and it? it's, it's, it's a family club, it's a community club. Uh, it, 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 uh, the players who, and the staff and the, and, the, and the fans, they care very deeply about this club. And, and you know, you, you talk about the support and you talk about how they've turned out in numbers. I don't know about you, this, today, this game has been occupying pretty much my every waking thought since we beat Fylde last Saturday. Well, well, I covered a general election on Thursday evening. I didn't have any sleep. I w tried to get to bed on Friday morning. I couldn't. And I was thinking, why can't I? And literally, this game, it was like, it's deprived me of about 10 hours sleep this match. But just, just you know, it'd be so crucial for guys if we could get into that next division. And you know what? 366 days ago, I believe, we were at Altrincham about this time. And I was talking about how nervous I was. I think I'm more nervous now than I was then. Uh, it's, it's hard to quantify just how, uh, how the nerves are doing uh, at the moment. I mean... We, it has. It's occupied everything. Every moment uh, of, of this week since we beat Fylde, this has been the thing that we've been looking forward to, and and the thing that I think we've been looking forward to since since the full-time whistle blew at Moss Lane a year ago. This is what we've been looking forward to. This is what we've been working towards. This is what we've been aiming for. And it's up to the 11 players on the pitch now to go out there and make sure that it happens. Well, this most certainly is it. We are just going to have a quick listen to an interview with Ryan Torson after that victory against AFC Fylde. 
Tom Feeney with Ryan Toulson after the 2-1 win for Geisley against AFC Fylde, 3-1 on aggregate. Ryan, Geisley are going through to the final. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a great feeling. Uh, the lads have dug in deep um, after after a bad start. Uh, we, we grouped ourselves together and we went again. We knew if we got the ball down, we, we had the better of them and we've shown that on the day. Um, so, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a good feeling, but we know we've got to go again, um, either Boston or Charlie. And we've got um, an hard week ahead of us and we've got to make sure we go that one step further this year. When you went a goal down within 20 seconds, just how did you feel? Because it was literally straight from the kickoff. Yeah, definitely. We were, um, we were obviously dejected. Uh, but like I say, we, we've got that spirit in our team where we know that we can, we can get back in games. Uh, we dug deep and we played played the football that we can play um, and today we've shown that we're, we are a good side and we've shown teams uh, that maybe doubted us um, what we can do. And a fine strike by Andy Holdsworth to win it in the end. Yeah definitely he's, uh, he's popped up with a creamer um, but obviously OJ obviously played a, played a part, Boise played a part in getting hold of it, popping it off so it was a good team effort but like you say Andy's he's come up with a screamer and it's, uh, it's got us where we are. And just how good was it to have the likes of Ollie Johnson and Adam Boys helping out in defence when needed? Yeah, definitely. Like I say, obviously, the back four have got to stick together and the two men in front in Boshi and Andy, but it's a team effort and it starts from the front. If you put pressure on high up the pitch, you take a little bit of that pressure off and, and that's what we've done today and it were a, a full team performance and that's what we needed. And Ryan, just finally, through to the final, just how were you feeling? How were the nerves before today and how are you going to be feeling going into that game? Yeah, a little bit nervous, but it's uh, it's just another game. Uh, been there with Halifax. Um, we've got to take, we've got some experienced lads in there, uh, and we've got to take that experience and go again. Uh, but obviously, if we go that one step further, it is a. Well, there was Ryan Tolson talking to me after the 2-1 victory for AFC Falders. A fantastic day for Geisley. If they can replicate that kind of performance again today. I tell you what, we've got half a chance. We've got more than half a chance, Tom. Uh, we've got our, uh, again, those two performances against Fylde, I think, were the strongest performances that Geisley have put up in recent weeks. And I think a repetition of those, of, 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 of those performances will see us through today. Chorley uh, uh, are an excellent side, and make no mistake, they are up for this. They are motivated, and they will be organised, and they will be difficult to break down. Uh, we saw that in the games that we've, we've played against them already. I mean, when they came to Nethermore a couple of weeks back, they were, they were organised and difficult to break down. But we did it because we had our strongest team out and we were motivated and we could, we could get past them. We've got the pace. We've got the pace of, uh, you know, a Brooksby or an Ollie Johnson. We've got a moment. Uh, we've got a natural finisher in Adam Boys. We've got the, uh, the brilliance of Gavin Rothery. He, I mean, he worked his absolute socks off uh, in that second leg. Uh, we've got... If, uh, we've got very, uh, you know, the strongest defence that we can given the injuries that we have Danny Hall and Jake Lawler will I'm just looking at it now yeah Danny Hall and Jake Lawler will, will, will be strong and they will be organised and they were so and Tulson uh, left back and uh, uh, Danny Lowe at, uh, at right absolute organised disciplined performance that's what's required today power, pace, discipline it will see us through well, let's hope it does. We are about 15 minutes away from kickoff. We may be a little bit longer if that delay is granted. We're going to find out in the next five to ten minutes. But just very quickly, we are going to go through the team news. And Dave, you have got the team news for Chorley. Go for it, please. Yeah, I've got the team news for Chorley here in goal. Sam Ashton, number two, Mark Ross. Number three, Paul Jarvis. 
Number four and captain Andy Teague. Number five, Chris Doyle. Number six, Harry Winter. Number seven, Josh Hine. Number eight, Dale Whittam. Number nine, James Dean. Number 10, Jack Dorney. And number 11, Jake Cottrell. On the bench for Chorley today, Chris Armand, Matt Flynn, Aaron Burns, Adam Mather, and Aaron Grundy. Well, that's the Chorley team. The Geisley team, Steve Drenching goal, Ryan Toulson, Danny Lowe, the captain, Andy Holdsworth, Danny Hall, Jake Lawler, Wayne Brooksby, Danny Boschel, Adam Boys, Ollie Johnson, and Gavin Rotherin. On the bench, it's Liam Dickinson, Alex Johnson, Jack Stockdale, Nicky Boschel, and Steve Dickinson. And Dave, looking at that team, you've said it before, it really is probably the strongest side we could put out realistically. It really is. And as I say, you know, I, I, I went through a bit of the team there and where I think our strengths are. And of course, I forgot to mention Stephen Drench in goal. He's the best goalkeeper in the league, the best shot stopper in the league. And, you know, it might come down to it, but he nearly came down to it last year. But if it comes down to penalties, we've got a great chance with Stephen Drench. Yes, well, we most certainly have. And just very quickly, Mark Bauer, he's got some big decisions on his hands today. He spoke to Colin Robertson after that 2-1 win against AFC Fylde. After the 2-1 victory at uh, Fylde in the playoff semi-final second leg, 3-1 aggregate win. Mark, absolutely wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I think, you know, I thought we were good value for it. I thought over the two two legs we've been, you know, the better side. Um, and yeah, please, please get in. You know, we've had an up and down season. We've had, um, you know, stuff to deal with as we've gone through it. But we've got a chance now, that one-off game, to, um, to finally get where we wanted to be. No, it didn't start the best way, though. 20 seconds gone and we conceded a goal. What are you thinking at that point? Obviously disappointed, you know, we, we, the big thing was we felt that they were going to come at us and, um, you know, set the stall out to be positive to start with them, but we wanted to make sure that we, we stood up to that and looked to, to hit them on the counter-attack and within you know, 25 seconds, balls in our net. Um, obviously disappointed, but I thought the lads reacted really well from it, you know. We've had the one goal lead for three days now and then within 20 seconds it's gone. Um, you know, a lesser team maybe could have crumbled a little bit under under that kind of setback. But with the experience we've got in the side and the quality that we've got, um, I thought we controlled the, the first half certainly for large spells after that. Deservedly got our goal, maybe could have had one or two more. They th almost did uh, what we did in the last 20 minutes on, on Wednesday night, which was sit back and, and sort of look to hit us on the break. Had one or two efforts ourselves. Um, but yeah, and then obviously... Half time was big for us, and then once we got the second goal, I thought that was you know game over. I felt we were only one winner from there. Two goal scorers, you wouldn't have had them down before the game. Were Andy Holdsworth and Danny Boschel. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't have had a towering far post header from Danny Boschel. Definitely not. And you know, Andy's goals are collectors' items these days. But he's got a great right foot on him, and thought OJ did really well. Uh, held on to the ball well and perfect little pass for him to come on to, and struck it really well. You know, and like I say, once that one went in, I felt we were, you know comfortable and, and dealt with what they had to throw us really well and um, yeah only one from there Now we don't know who we've got next week yet because they're still playing at the time of this interview 2-2 two, two at the moment into extra time but it feels different to the conversation we had at the end of last year's semi-final as Wayne Brooksby uh, had a, his, his, his jaw injury then didn't he and, and there was a Danny Boschel question as well 
got through a full clean bill of health today. Yeah, I think so. No one's no one's complaining in there of anything. So um, you know, fingers crossed we can we can go in with the same uh, squad of players into the game next week. Um, I think you know I think it was important for us with the injuries that we've had through the season that going into those last two games where we already had a place in the playoffs secured that we were able just to rotate rotate the squad a little bit, look after one or two players that, that needed it. Um, you know, you come into this game against the team second in the league. I didn't mind where we finished, and almost playing the team that finished second is, you know, is a better one for you because having last Saturday they were here, they had a chance of winning the league. The last place they wanted to be was at Guiseley on Wednesday night, um, and I think we've taken advantage of that. Um, but no, we managed to rotate the squad. And I think it freshened us up and has put us in a better position for these playoff games. Danny Boschel's been walking a tightrope on 14 yellow cards. Another yellow card needed being suspended for three games, so um, certainly needed to manage him. And, and obviously he's got through the two games now, so that's pleasing for us that he'll be available this time for the final. Um, but yeah, we've, um, we've got ourselves in the position now. Hopefully the other two two teams are kicking lumps out of each other as we speak, and um, you know, we can prepare for that game and, and, and really look forward to it. Finally, just a quick word. The fans were in really good voice today, and obviously delighted to uh, get through. But they've come out and come out in their number, haven't they? In pretty ropey conditions this afternoon. Yeah, not a brilliant support for us. You know, it's fantastic, especially away from home. We've had some some brilliant followings, and, and you know, today kind of the, the rewards for going to Worcester on a on a Tuesday night and making the trek to Lowestoft for a nil nil. Um, you know, these are the days that, that reward the fans for that, and you know that. Uh, the players truly appreciate the, um, the support that we've had and have, to have that big number behind the goal as well in the second half and, and celebrate with them at the end was really good and hopefully, you know, it's the second to last one this season, hopefully we can give them one more next week, wherever that might be. Well, that was Mark Bauer speaking, a delighted Mark Bauer after the 2-1 victory for Geisley against AFC Fouled. It means we're here today and Mark Bauer and the lads currently going through their warm-up. The breaking news, that 10-minute extension that Geisley asked for has been denied. It means that it will be a 3 o'clock kickoff. so we're now just 10 minutes to go. The lads, it looks like they are going to get that full warm-up in. Yeah, I think they're going to stay out on the pitch as long as they can and try and stretch their legs as much as possible. It's understandable. You're stuck on that coach for an hour, hour and a half, and it, it, it can sap the, sap the energy from your legs quite a bit, so it's important to, uh, to try and get as loose as we can. So I think they're going to push it right to the edge uh, of, of what they're allowed at the moment. They're just having a kick about a little, uh, what looks like a five-a-side at the moment. Well, yeah, that five-a-side, them, them stretches, all that, it, can, it could be the difference, especially if it goes into that extra half an hour where, you know, limbs need to be ready for that 120 minutes. Yeah, you have to be prepared to, to, play, the whole, uh, to play the whole 120 minutes plus penalty shootouts. And, and it's not, you know, in, in, in a match like this, it's not just uh, the, the physical nature of the game. It, it very much is the psychological nature of the game. It's it's getting a good start. I think if the uh, second leg against Fylde told us taught us anything harshly and brutally, it is that we need to start brightly and quickly, and we need to remain concentrated at all times. Uh, so yeah, it's important that they get as focused as they possibly can. It's not been the ideal preparation for the game. Uh, you know, arriving late. It's, it's nobody's fault. It's just one of those things. But. Uh, I, I think, I think they, they'll, they'll do well to, to use the time as wisely as they possibly can.
Well, when they were on the coach, some of the players were doing some stretches and basically just ensuring that when they got onto this pitch, they were fully ready to just do these kickabouts. They didn't have to do anything like that. So it's they are ready for this. It hasn't caught them by surprise that that 10 minutes hasn't been granted. It would have been a, it would have been good for guys if it had been granted, but they are prepared. They were ready for it not to be, and now the players do look like they're getting ready. But just very quickly talking about the Geisley fans, the stand is now pretty much full, and that's just incredible to see. An incredible turnout by Geisley fans yet again. Fantastic turnout, and it will be noisy in that uh, in that shed end over there. There's uh, a complete there's a, a small terrace behind the goal to our right hand side that's completely filled with Geisley fans. They're spilling out onto the grass verge uh, on either side. They will sing their songs. Uh, they will support Geisley, and they will they will give the team a boost as much as possible. Uh, as I say, Chorley are very much up for this game. They've they've got an awful lot of people here. They've got an awful lot of support. They are focused. They are prepared. The support behind them is quite terrifying. <laughs> But you know what? We're, we're good enough. We are good enough. I thought we were the match for them over the uh, over the two league games, and we were unlucky to lose to them in the trophy. Uh, a little aside, uh, Chorley re uh, beat Glossop North End in the FA Cup to progress this year. Glossop North End playing today in the FA Vars final at Wembley. So who's the real winner? Well, that, there you go. Speaking of real winners, speaking of match winners, I spoke to the match winner, Andy Holdsworth, last week after that 2-1 victory. I'm feeding with Andy Holdsworth after the 2-1 victory for Geisley at AFC Fald. It's a 3-1 win on aggregate for Geisley. Andy, through to the final. Yet again, what are your thoughts? Fantastic. We came here to do a job today and we've, we've done that to, to the best of our ability. And I think it showed that we bossed the game for the large parts. Um, obviously, after the first minute, we went a goal down, and, but we stuck to his task and we got ourselves back in the game and I thought we were a different class all the way through. Just in terms of when you conceded 20 seconds in, just how did that feel? Because it literally was immediately from the kickoff. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing because we, we said in the dressing room before we went out, let's set a stall out early on, no stupid mistakes, and obviously the score straight away. Um, that's football, it's, it's football, you have your eyes and you have your lows, and we were fantastic for the last to bounce back from that. Because basically after that, Geisley did really well, and a good goal by Danny Bosch, I've got to say, a great strike by yourself. Just talking about that strike, it just seemed to set up really nicely for you. Yeah, it did, yeah. I mean, OJ did a bit of magic on the wing. Um, I'd come inside and I thought I'm making the run here, and then obviously, and then I thought I'm just going to it. Um, thankfully, it went in, but me and Bosch have been having a joke. The old timers are bringing the young ones through, so got another four years left in us. That's going goals like that. And just in terms of last year when we lost to Altrincham, do you think that'll help the lads spur on who were here? Yeah, I think if you look at the squad now, we've got a lot of lads experience of football league and obviously non-league, but they've, they've all been involved in playoff competitions, um, whether it be in the football league, this league or, or the ones below. Everybody knows what it takes and, and the outbreak from last year is going to spur us on even more, so hopefully whoever we get, I don't know it is at the moment, we go on. Well, that was Andy Holdsworth there talking after a fantastic performance, Dave, and you know, people like Holdsworth, that bit of experience, that heartbreak from last year, that can be used to an advantage today. Well, he's spoken quite a lot about uh, how the memory of last year will provide a impetus for them to get the job done this year. And I, and I believe them. They've looked very focused, very determined in the last couple of games, more so than I think we've seen them at any point during the season. They can smell it. They can, they can see it's in sight. 
Um, it's it, it, it's a, it, you know it's not it, potentially it's 90 minutes away for them. They want to get there. They need to get there. Uh, it's important that they do. And with that team that they've got out today, I think they will. So what is your prediction then in terms of the score? I think it's going to be a very tight battle. I think it's going to be a very tense battle. I think it's going to start slowly and warm up. I think if it goes to extra time, anything could happen. But I think Geisley have the, have the skills. They can come through. I, I always tell my nephew that we're going to win 10-0 and Stephen Drench is going to score from a goal kick. So, yeah, why not? It's 10-0 and Stephen Drench scores from a goal kick. I think I'll be a bit more optimistic and say 2-1. But <laughs> just, we are here now at Chorley and... The, it is absolutely full, full to capacity. What a fantastic advert this is for conference and all football. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, if if you were here, if you could see it, uh, you'd be loving it. It's going to be a good big old pie. I think whatever happens, it's going to be an emotional day, and uh, I just hope uh, I just hope it's the right result for us. Well, same here, and we are now just a couple of minutes away from kickoff. All the players have gone into the tunnel. They're getting ready now for this match. And there are the Geisley fans. They're making plenty of noise. Chorley fans look ready. We are now just a couple of moments away. We are incredibly nervous, the four of us. And we are hoping that we will be able to be cheering on the lads, hopefully for that playoff victory. And if we are, it will be a magnificent achievement. Just while I'm talking, Danny Ellis and Ben Parker are actually just walking past us now. They'll be getting ready to sit in the director's box for this match. And now the players are in the tunnel. They are very near now to kick off. And I think this is as good a time as any to pass you over to Nick Keith, but first of all, Colin Robertson. Thank you, Tom. And uh, here we are at Victory Park as Tom and Dave have brought you through such a, an entertaining build-up to today's match. The nerves begin to jangle. The tough stuff starts here. The Lions and the Magpies for a place in the Vanarama Conference, which of course will be the Vanarama National next year. What a division that is to play in. Teams like Tranmere Rovers, Torquay United, teams like Bristol Rovers or Grimsby Town, one of those will be staying in the division. It's a, a, a division chock full of top quality opposition and uh, for one of these two sides, that is the prize that awaits them at the end of the 90 minutes, maybe 120 minutes, it could even take more. Very finely balanced, these two teams, over the course of the season. The Lions in fifth, the Chorley, the Magpies, finished in fourth. But, of course, it uh, counts for nothing in playoffs. It all relies on the outcome of two semi-finals and this final. And this ground is absolutely chock-full. A, a lovely traditional stadium, this, for what promises to be well, I think the guy said a very emotional afternoon. I'm sure it will be, Nick. And uh, one that I think will either savour or, again, be thinking back with the negative and... Not negative, but uh, emotional uh, memories as we did last year at Altrincham. Well, it does feel very similar to uh, being at Altrincham, doesn't it? Sitting here in a, in a, in a traditional football ground, looking at the, the hordes of uh, travelling guys, the fans away to our right looking out onto a ground that is full of football fans there's a really good atmosphere around the ground I've been 
hanging around the, the tunnel area for the last uh, half hour or so and uh, saying hello to Chorley fans and guys, the officials, as they walk past and everyone seems in, uh, in thoroughly good mood. Everybody has been really welcoming of, of us here today. And as we sit here uh, crammed in, watching the teams and the officials come out onto the pitch, I've still got the question in my head. Could it, could it please, please be our time? <laughs> 